Welcome to another episode of Collector's Quest. On this episode, it's just Tyler and I. It's the holidays, so we are talking about food because that's what happens at the holidays. Everyone eats in the spirit of that. We are talking about games that came with food or food game items that are collectible or food-related stuff. We're talking about game stuff and food. You will see the theme as we discuss it. Uh, it's a fun, not too long episode, even though I still think it's an hour and a half, because we don't know how to do short episodes. It's just not in our wheelhouse anymore. Even I can't do it. I, I don't know what happened. Anyway, that's what's going to happen. Just Tyler and I hope you enjoy the show. And if you can, please go ahead and go to iTunes and give us a, a good rating if, if you like what we're doing here. If you don't, then just, I don't know why you're listening, but if you like what we're doing, please give us that rating. I would appreciate it. It's uh, the thing that helps us the most right now. All right, let's go. <laughs> episode of collector's quest i'm tyler here with johnny no stepping happy black friday johnny happy thanksgiving merry christmas i don't know when this episode's coming out maybe um, it'll come out well, soon <laughs> it's black well, yeah, friday right see. now though it is black friday I, I hope y'all are getting them deals all them modern game deals yeah wow, i mean wow. I, I haven't been excited for black friday since when i was buying blank dvds because black friday was always the time to buy a huge spindle of, bl- of blank dvds and uh I don't know. I just I kind of have everything. I don't need a TV, so I don't know what to buy on Black Friday anymore. You know, I have not bought anything today, the, which is weird because normally, like, I do some like Christmas shopping for others. But I, you know, I'll, also the idea of like going out to a store right now uh, a little suspect for me. Oh well. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever you feel about the pandemic, uh, whatever you th- your level of belief in it, maybe like going into a crowded store is not like the best thing for like a, a TV that I could get later, but I don't even need a TV or anything. I guess everyone's after like the PlayStation and, um, you know, Xbox right now. I think that's what people are trying to do. Ooh, should we have a hot take right now? Dude. How irresponsible Sony and Microsoft are for pushing out these new consoles during a pandemic. Should that I, be I our hot take? I think that's a pretty no hot one, take because they're going to no do it no matter what. I mean, you yeah, can buy one saying, on Amazon like, or bestbuy.com. Yeah, but they're, you know, they're really playing off of uh, people's people's FOMO and forcing them out of their houses and into crowded stores, putting them at risk. Is it worth dying for a PS5? I mean... Uh, I don't actually care about any of that. <laughs> Who is so excited for PS5 that they need to line up and get it right now? Like, if you look at the launch lineup, it's like 75% games that already exist. So... there, There's nothing I'm like, oh my god, I can't... I'm like... I'm, you know, this is the first time a new console has come out that I haven't been like, okay, I'm ready. Like, please, please sell me your new console. I'm ready to buy it. Like, if we go back in time to the Wii, I waited in a line at Target. And um, now here we are. And I'm just like, well, whatever. I don't care. I'll get it in six months. I mean, that's kind of how I was. I, uh, the Wii, I literally lined up for. I was like ready to break down the door to get a Wii. Uh, First in line, waited 24 hours. Great time at Walmart. 
And then what came after that? PS4, Xbox One, and Wii U? Like, I don't even have an Xbox One. I bought a PS4 to play one game, Lego Dimensions, because I'm an idiot. Um, I've played more PS4 games. But, uh, and then Wii U, I got super late. I bought, basically, I bought Wii U and no one cared about it anymore. And I could buy all the great games for 15 bucks each. So, yeah. And then this generation, like, I don't, I'm not even interested. Yeah, like what usually happens with uh, consoles like that too, like with the newest consoles, I usually wind up selling off the first one I buy to buy like whatever the special edition one is that I should have waited to buy anyways. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm just waiting for that to come and then I'll do it. Like I bought into PS4 when the, with the PS4 Pro when that came out and I'm sure there's going to be a PS5 Pro and it's probably going to look less stupid and it's going to fit into your home theater more sensibly because that thing looks massive and ugly right now. But I mean, hey, if you want it now, I, I don't want to be like the biggest poo-poo of modern games here. If you're happy with your PS5 and your new Xbox, whatever the hell that thing's called, I'm happy for you too. Yeah, no, like that's awesome. Like if you're excited for the new consoles and you went out and got one, congrats. I'm glad you found it. I know there's a lot of people on like Instagram who are like clamoring and I hope you got it and I hope you're enjoying it. I hope there was at least like one game. I've bought a console for one game, so I'm not faulting anyone for that. Oh, yeah. I bought PS PS3 for Eye of Judgment. Yeah. really (laughs) i was like deep into magic uh when i have judgment came out i'm like oh my god there's a trading card game on the ps3 real trading cards it's gonna be the best game ever i played it for like 45 minutes yeah i also played that a little bit but hey that's rare now i bet those sealed packs are are expensive hey johnny uh segueing into our episode old trading card packs are not expensive oh unless they're very old like 50s But let's uh, let's take a moment and uh, not segue, because now you have me curious of what an Eye of Judgment pack goes for. Uh, and yeah, I guess I, to bring everybody up to speed, Eye of Judgment is a trading card game you played on the PS3 with real packs of trading cards. So you would actually have to buy physical trading cards at the store. Eye of Judgment trading cards are worth absolutely nothing. I see a pack oh, of man. 10 of them for 20 bucks. Oh, that like that's kind of awesome though. I, who is the person out there who's got the complete Eye of Judgment card set? I bet there are a lot of people because there was never an expansion. It was only the base set. They, they probably wanted to expand it and then the game flopped. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that was the plan. But yeah, man, that how sad. But like, how I don't even know how many cards are in the base set. I, I wonder. I don't I wonder know. what that is. And I would like if you have one. Shout me out. Show it to me. I want to see yeah. I want to see your sweet Eye of Judgment set. Like, that's something I haven't seen on IG. If you're a Sony guy, like Stefan is, you should get the Eye of Judgment full set. I mean, if it was cheap, I would buy a full set of Eye of Judgment cards. Not going to lie. Uh, I remember a, a big issue. I don't know why we're talking about this, but the issue when the game came out is that you could literally just go and print a high quality scan of the cards and they would work in the game. So everyone was like, why am I going to buy booster packs of this stupid game when I could just download and print all the best cards? You might have yeah, been able to do I, that with e-reader cards too, but uh, I don't remember. I, I don't know. And I mean, I think that's to like some of the extent that Nintendo took like with Amiibos, though the, those aren't the same thing. They put that stupid foil on the bottom so you can't scan it in like as it's new or people would just be scanning them in and returning them. What? Oh, so you can't yeah. scan an Amiibo in the case? Uh-uh. Gotta open it. I mean, gotta open it. it. It's really annoying for me, but you can also just buy a, a like a sleeve of NFC cards from like Etsy, for like fifty dollars, and have every amiibo ever. Yeah, you can get like reprogrammable things you plug into your computer, and you could say it's any amiibo you want to. So, yeah, 
Um, but also but amiibos annoying. are fun and it's fun to touch them and they're little statues. So also, you know what? Just buy one for 10 bucks and open it if you really want to use it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can talk about uh, Lego Dimensions and like what a disaster that. That's a whole nother episode. We should have that like the Eye of Judgment, the accessory episode, like where you needed other bullshit. Sure. We'll, we'll talk about that. Like that's a good episode. Are any of these collectible? I guess yeah. we don't know yet. There hasn't been an old enough one. Like if there was one of those games on the NES, it would be the hottest ever to have a full set of those but we didn't get yeah. those until like the we until like right? the we yeah, yeah we era we you um okay so i do want to know just for for everyone out there like you let me know like are you guys thrilled with the way the ps5 looks before we get into this episode because i think the ps5 is so ugly like it's the biggest ugliest netscape router or, or whatever i've ever seen it's just like Ew, what is this thing doing? Why is this so fucking ugly? And why is it all misshapen? Like, yep. where am I supposed to put this? I, where do you thing? put it? Like, all these consoles now are like, you have to put it next to your entertainment center. They intentionally want to be put on the freaking floor. Yeah, I don't want to feature you in my living room, okay? Also, like, people have children and toddlers. Like, no, I want to be able to put this in a thing away from them. But Maybe I, I think like the heat is just thing. so Maybe great. they designed it intentionally so you couldn't like box it up in a space that didn't have enough airflow. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Both of them I'm are like, I bet it's a like heat that. thing. Yeah, it's like I bet it's just so stupid hot. Um, though now that like my, like my TV is mounted, I could stick it under. But I like the clean aesthetic of not having much there. But yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, I, I think the Xbox is a nicer looking console than the PS5, but. Um, I think they're both ridiculous and, and stupid looking. I mean, Xbox just looks like a small form factor PC and small form factor PCs are meant to look cool because they're small. So I definitely like how the new Xbox looks. Yeah, I they're both like, whatever. I am excited for games coming out on it later. I'm just not there yet. Like, hey, when that Last of Us 2 remaster comes out, you just hit me up. I'll be there. PS5. You probably got like two more years to wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Last of Us 2 like that. People love that game so much. You probably got like a year to wait. Yeah. So um, anyways, let's uh, let's tell the people now that we've done the full like almost 10 minute uh, not talking about the episode. Let's let's tell them what it's about. Oh, oh. So our segue into uh, trading cards is uh, since it's Thanksgiving and Christmas time and people are eating a lot of food, Johnny, we're going to talk about game collectibles that are actual food. Or food related, or, or food, food related, but it's it's more exciting to say actual food because those are the exciting ones. Yes, th- I agree that those are the more exciting ones. And I know this sounds like the most Johnny episode ever, but this is actually a Tyler episode. So I'll just have you know that a hundred percent because as I've brought up multiple times on Collector's Quest, I hate these. I hate the idea of an expired food item sitting among all my beautiful games. And yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about these items and then like actual food collectibles. Uh, and I use the term collectible very loosely here. Are they actually collectible or not? You guys will let us know. Uh, and tell us if you are collecting these who, or if you think people should. Uh, like, let us no. know that. I, I'm Stop. very curious. Maybe the I mean balls. Tyler. The it's so pretty cool. It is <laughs> like that's neat. All right, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, Tyler. Um, why don't you start us off? Why don't you tell us the first, the, and we have a few different categories and these are games, game collectibles that are actual food. Yes. Um, so we're, I mean, we're probably going to run through a lot of these cause there's not a lot of interesting things to say about all the Nintendo gum that we found. Um, but we're going to spend some time on the interesting ones. And I think the most interesting and probably most popular one 
would be the Sega Genesis games that came with a free sample fruit roll-up. Uh, there were a bunch of these. Most people probably associate Gunstar Heroes with it the most, but there were uh, at least seven games that I found in a Sega Age thread that we had like literally opened them up and found the fruit roll-up. And I've seen some more discussed like way long back on Digit Press, but that that was more of like, I remember this game came with this thing, so I don't really want to include that information. But the big games would be Gunstar Heroes is the one that everyone wants with the fruit roll-up, Landstalker, Greatest Heavyweights, Asterix, uh, Young Indiana Jones, Toe Jam and Earl, Panic on Funkatron, and Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And I can already hear you saying to yourself, I have Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I didn't get a fruit roll-up. And that is because I bet some of these games were printed so many times and they didn't definitely all come with fruit roll-ups. But at some point, somebody opened up a copy of Mean Bean Machine and it had a free sample fruit roll-up in there. And it, to be clear, it doesn't mention it on the box, right? There's no mention of a nope. free fruit roll-up on this on the box. It's just in there. If you open up the sealed one, surprise fruit roll-up. Delightful surprise for an 11-year-old kid. It's just like, wow, I get a free fruit roll-up and mom doesn't even know about this. Yeah, super <laughs> bonus here that I got. Like, you would think there would be, like, some marketing or something on there, right? That just, like, you know, something that mentions fruit roll-up, their branding, something. Like, I guess, why, the, yeah. why the F is there a fruit roll-up in here? I, I Nothing. Don't know. Cool. I don't cool know. Cool thing. I I personally I intentionally do not want these. As I've said, I don't like having food in my collection. I could just say in 2018, one sold for $27. I bet they're worth a little bit more now. Uh do you have any of these, Johnny? I don't. I don't have any fruit roll-ups in my thing. I, especially when I first started collecting when I got like most of these Genesis Genesis games that would have had these things. If, unless that was tied to the product in some way, like it said free fruit roll up or something in there, I would have just pulled that thing out. I, there's no like I'm just not keeping that in there. Um, and the packaging on this, like, so if you guys are curious, it just says fruit sample with this video game. So it like is specific that uh, the fruit roll up is for video games, but it's not specific in the sense that it tells you which game it's for. Yeah. And so uh -huh. if you want one of these, maybe the best way, like you could probably set up a save search. I bet they come up like probably once or twice a year. I would say get a sealed copy of like a cheaper game, like Greatest Heavyweights and kind of roll the dice. The problem is I, I bet not every copy of Greatest Heavyweights sealed had one of these in them. But, oh, definitely not. Yeah. But I mean, but if you're interested in fruit roll-ups in general, there's also, you know, fruit roll-ups continued its relationship with uh video game related po properties like pokemon and you can just get regular fruit roll up pokemons for like there's a sealed box on ebay for 150 dollars if you're interested in a pokemon print on your Dude, fruit roll -up. pokemon in like 2000 must have been slapped onto everything and the funny thing is that like people would have been like i gotta save everything with pokemon this is the hottest ever and they probably look like total dumbasses until three months ago and now people are like i'm gonna sell my pokemon box of fruit roll-ups for 150 dollars <laughs> like it yeah. actually came back around which is the dumbest thing like you just would not expect that to happen but it did it totally did anyways <laughs> yeah so um but like i said what you're looking for specifically is that sample and it says for video game and like tyler said Definitely try and get Greatest Heavyweights or one of those games if you're really looking for these. But also don't. Like, it. I don't know who this is appeasing since it's not on the box or anything. You know, you this is just like complete 
plus. No one, no one's faulting you. It's not making it worth more or less. I'm sure, like, if you were selling it, um, that you know you'd get a little bit more on eBay or something. But also, ew, I'm not buying that. Like, I gross. think people know about Gunstar Heroes and Landstalker enough where if you posted one with the fruit roll up, you'd get the, the hot Instagram likes for that. But if you posted like Young Indiana Jones with a fruit roll up, people would just be like, "The f is going on." <laughs> I mean. I think that's how you should do it. I think you know, but you can take that fruit roll up and just slap it next to every single game. Yeah. So yeah, get that full set. Get one fruit roll up and then post a picture of your full set of individual games yeah. with the fruit roll up. Yep. There you go. You you did it. That's uh that's our hack. Good hack. So Ooh, um, ooh, a second hack. Uh buy a generic uh, like a strawberry fruit roll up from the store, start sticking it into those complete in box games when you uh sell them and hope people don't know the difference. Yep. If they haven't heard this, <laughs> just podcast, be like, they comes with a free know. fruit roll up. Yeah. It just, you know what? I think everything I sell on eBay, I'm just going to advertise that it comes with a free fruit roll. <laughs> oh everything God. I'm selling from now on, which is currently zero items, I'm just going to pack a fruit roll up in. Uh, I mean, there's definitely, there's no uninformed buyers in the market right now who you could trick by doing something like that. No, so uh, they're, they're you get, probably definitely know, wouldn't get someone to buy it because everyone in the market right now, super informed. I, you know, I just want to say we live in a glorious time where the knowledge of collectors and investors is so high right now. And they're so deep in the minutia that they're definitely seeing all the little differences and not making a bunch of tragic mistakes. And this is not just a shit on anyone in general, because we make mistakes, Tyler, all the time. Sure. But um, usually that isn't to the tunes of thousands of dollars of mistakes, um, which if you are looking for, you can find. We, we, don't, we don't need to go into it. But uh, everyone is very informed, is all I'm saying. Super informed. Do you want to say anything else about fruit roll-ups? No, I don't want to say anything about fruit roll-ups. Oh. What's our next game, Johnny? Um, the next game, Tyler, is a super awesome one. And I this is like, I think, the one we both like the best. And it's Run Like Hell. And you would think, okay, well, who cares about Run Like Hell? It's like a $10, $15 PS2 game. Even in the PS2 boom, it didn't get that expensive. It's a super bland cover. It's like silver. And it just says R. L-H. But there's a version, Tyler, that comes with balls. And uh, if you don't know what balls is, it is a uh, like a caffeinated energy drink beverage. Comes in a blue bottle. Uh, you know, it's got like little nubs on it, white text. It was very popular, I want to say around 2004, 2005, I know for sure. Uh, I worked, this is when I worked in video games. This is when I was... Uh, working for a company called Liquid Entertainment, and that stuff was stocked everywhere in our company. So Grab we, your balls, Johnny. They had a lot yeah, of advertisements about yeah. balls because the 2000s. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the interesting thing about this bundle is it just comes with like a 12-pack uh, or or six pack of balls, right? So I guess it's like a six pack. It looks like one of those like little beer cases that you'd get if uh, you were buying like a uh, nicer beer, like a, a box of like sure. a 12 pack case. I don't drink a 12 beer, pack so. of 12 glass bottles. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what this looks like. And I'm guessing, cause I haven't actually seen inside that there is a uh, PlayStation two game jammed in there somewhere. And uh, it, it says, you know, run like hell, fully spelled out. It says, grab your balls and run like hell. That's the ad campaign for this. Kind of funny. And, you know, it shows a picture of balls. It shows a picture of a monster. That's it. It's a little, you know, it's just like a little 
12-pack box of balls, but I think there's only six in there. But that's what it looks like. So this we're looking at the PlayStation 2 one. This is also on Xbox, or at least it's on my Xbox list. I don't know that I've even ever seen a picture of an Xbox one, but I've seen so many different mentions of it, like deep into old Xbox collecting forum posts. I'm sure it exists on Xbox as well. I always imagined on Xbox that it was just like the game shrink wraps to a pack of balls. I didn't realize it was this whole branded uh, 12 pack of balls. I think this is super cool. If this was on your shelf, no one else would have this. So, uh, yeah, definitely probably the coolest, most mainstream console thing on my list. I think the coolest thing on our list is coming up next. But, yeah, this would be one that really sticks out in a collection if you could actually find one of these. Yeah, if you have one of these and uh, show it to me, and if you want to sell it, then talk to me about a price. I can't even imagine what these would go for. I don't need there to be balls in there. Um, also, I don't I don't care about that. I mean, like, the box is what's cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the box is thing's cool. going to be crushing I, anything it sits on if it has 12 balls in it. Yeah, so uh, let us know. But anyways, there, there's not too much to say about it. it. You know, it's a... There's not many images, and maybe Tower can post this uh, up one day, uh, an image of this, so after the episode post, so you guys can see what it is, maybe in our story or something. Um, but yeah, check it out. Let's move on to the next one, Tower. Well, you're, the one you like best. Uh, Check's Quest, Johnny, because it's a game I've actually played and enjoyed. Uh, so if you don't know, Check's Quest is a Doom wad that was packaged in Check cereal. Uh, and then there were two sequels that I think were just you download them off the internet. Uh, but in Rice Checks and Corn Checks, I don't remember, I'm going to say around probably 1994, 1995, you can look at a box of them and there's a big CD on the front and it says free game inside. And there's multiple variants of these, which I didn't even realize. Uh, so at least the three major ones I see, uh, there's Rice Checks, which has a blank CD. It just looks like a reflective rainbowy CD on the front of the box. Corn Checks has the whole art of Chex Quest on the box. And then there's a double pack of rice checks and corn checks in a double, a double thick box pack. that also came with it. And so the CD was just kind of taped to the inside of the box. But I guess if you're a crazy person, you like I just have like an empty box. But if you're a crazy person, you could get the entire game with the cereal sealed and be that guy who has a sealed copy of Chex Quest with the cereal. I but mean, uh, question I should just power. get the box. I, I had a save search for one. It took me, I think, over a year to find one. And I spent $45. I just bought it now the second it showed up because I was so excited to finally get one. Uh, so I really have no idea what they're worth. I'm going to say they're worth 40 bucks. Um, My question to you is, why don't you just get the limited run? Stop that, Johnny. We already went over this. Check's Quest is cool. You can get a little Zorcher, but that limited run games thing was like, what, $180? Yeah, and, but you could also buy And I bet I could go on eBay for the rest of my life, and when I search for Check's Quest, I will, I will always see one of those. It took me a year to find my real copy of Check's Quest, and I spent less than a quarter of the price. But Tyler, the one you bought isn't... Like Mine's not limited. limited. Mine was just it's some mass-produced thing. Anyone can get a, a, a rice checks with checks quest in it, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, the, didn't you know, Tyler, the minute you write limited on it, that means that you definitely have the most limited version? I mean, I guess that's And is, the most collectible? You're, you're, you are correct, Johnny. And it comes with, it comes with a, a floppy disk USB drive, even though the game only came on CDs. So uh, stupid. It is the dumbest thing. It, You know what? Uh, and... You know, I, I told Tyler this in a, in a private message earlier, uh, earlier, I mean, like a day or two ago, but 
And I know I haven't said this enough, Tyler, but f- limited run games. Hmm. Seriously, f- them. Nuanced opinion, like, Johnny. Yeah, just goddamn them. Oh, they're coming out with a new <laughs> NES game, aren't they? No, oh, they're, oh, yeah. they're coming out with like Shadow of the Ninja. Like, whoa, what yeah. an off the wall thing to re-release. Yeah, what a, like, no, but you know, they need to preserve those digital games for the future. So or just I, make shitty repros. I traditionally I buy literally anything NES that comes out. And I think limited run games, Shadow of the Ninja might be like the thing where I'm like for like 60 or 80 bucks, whatever that's going to be, really, really don't need that. I could be spending that money on a complete in box Shadow of the Ninja, which I don't have. Also, complete in box Shadow of the Ninja now is like two or $300. So Ugh. I would rather put that money towards the real deal and not the Just limited like, run game. Also, thing. who was asking for this? Like, what? Like, I, I understand that limited run, the minute they put something out, creates market demand and therefore it can sell. But where was the initial demand? Like, I hate the idea that they've created this system where they can create demand, this artificial demand for something that has like no demand. I mean, it's the same thing they do with their console games. I bet that's the license. There's a Natsume game. Natsume still around, right? They probably got the license so they can make that. The same thing with that weird Game Boy Color game. I don't. They're making another ninja game for Game Boy Color. It's not a game anyone was asking for. It's just what they got. Uh, it's so annoying. Just limited repro games, I think, is what the R actually stands for. Like, right? Limited Very repro licensed. games. I like, I like legal. Legal things are oh, cool, Johnny. It's All still just legal a shitty stuff. repro. It's still like just a shitty repro of this. I know it's licensed and that doesn't make it technically. Re- it's Just go buy the real one. Go buy the real. Go buy the real. First 100%. Print. Don't buy three limited editions. Buy a real copy of Shadow of the Ninja if you care that much about Shadow of the Ninja. Yeah. Which is I a mean, fine I guess game. if not shitting on Shadow again, of the Ninja. Uh, no, if you're and if you are a huge Shadow of the Ninja fan, go buy this one too. You're gonna love it. Because oh, yeah, if they Shadow made like the a Ninja. Ninja Gaiden, I'd be like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I will for buy sure. I'll buy one to open and one to keep sealed. Why not? Yeah, yeah. But uh anyways, sorry, I'm I'm dragging us way off topic because I'm yes. so annoyed by it. Um uh, uh, you were Chex talking Quest. about Chex Quest. Do we finished that up. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about, uh, I want, I want to sweet? clarify that I, uh, I didn't look, for, I didn't go through every saved search for checks quest. I went through every box of checks cereal that appeared on eBay for a year to find this man. That is a lot of looking at cereal. Yes, it was, uh, every day roll this, roll the slot machine. eBay saved searches. One of my favorite parts of the day, 6am every morning. Let's go. Yeah. How many, how many saved searches you got? I pretty much keep it at 100 at all times. Yeah, you you maxed out? I maxed out and then I delete like, oh, well, I'm never going to find this. Oh, I don't really care about this anymore. That's how it goes. I, I love the feeling of deleting a save search when you've got it. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. The, I, I love when you get like a super old one. I, I can't tell you, when I got Kid Dracula off the list a few years ago, it felt so good because it was like one of the first three or four things I put on save search. So when it finally went away, I was like, oh, yeah. That's some pretty good stuff. Usually for me, I just go through and I've got like a saved search for the the what is XI CD that came with the the complete box XI. It's like a preview disc or something. And it's like, no, no one's ever going to list this separately. I should just delete this. I guess I'm never going to find it. Uh, yeah, I'm very like hesitant to do that with things. I and like I I keep variants of searches. Do you do this as well? Like I'm like I'm going to search for it like three different ways. So I have like. Three well, searches can, for the same stupid thing. You can use parentheses and commas to like block out different words. So like whenever I search for a Game Boy game, I put parentheses and I search for it as Game Boy one word and then comma Game Boy two words. 
Even though Game Boy is the correct way to do it, a lot of people list it incorrectly with one word. Well, and that because a lot of the marketing put Game Boy to like smushed together, but capitalized yep. the B, but didn't leave a space. So there's always been some confusion there. I, I don't blame. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna grammar up people for that one. Grammaring up people for it. Yep. As someone who said Game Boy one word as a kid and then saw the light that they are two separate words as an adult. Game Boy. Game yep. Boy. Game Boys. Game Boy. Not it's not one word. Game Boy. Hmm. Um what let's uh <laughs> let's move on. Let's move Good on idea. to Nintendo Gum. So these these things um aren't specifically games. They are just Nintendo collectibles that happen to be gum, correct? So I started listing a bunch of different food items and then I'm like, oh my god, there's so much gum. Let's just talk about all the gum at once. Right. So Nintendo has a long history of making gum. Uh, from way back when, when 1982 with the Donkey Kong trading cards, where they I'm pack not, some so gum into the this back. This is not a full list. There are so many stupid little trading cards and gum packs that came out in this era. So these are all from the 1980s and early 90s, which is like the and death North knells American of the specific. trading card industry, where yeah. everything and was overproduced, and all of these are worthless. Yeah, and again, n- North American specific. We didn't like search the rest of the world. We don't know. Like, it's hard enough to keep tabs on our situation over here with trading cards. I'm not. I'm not trying to find out what Europe did. Sorry, guys. I mean, Johnny, as a real collector, I only want the first print of Nintendo gum from Japan. Not this Tops Donkey Kong trading cards from 1982 also came with a stick of gum, or the Tops Video City cards. Which are, they had like arcade games on them from 83, or Fleer's Dragon Lair cards from 1983, or Nintendo sticker with tip cards from 1989. That is not the Nintendo game packs from 1989 that almost everyone has, and it's not the Nintendo tattoos with gum, also from Tops, also from 1989. Different things. Well, let's talk about um, the Tops gum dispenser, though, because that's something I like. This is like a thing I can, like, these are just packs, right? All these other stuff we talked about were like cards and packs you just ripped. But this is like a Mario plastic statuette that just dispensed gum. Like sure. open a tab on the bottom and gum falls out of Mario's ass. <laughs> like who doesn't want that? I don't want that. You don't You don't want that. Like not even if all the gum was out of it. No. I mean you, like you don't want it as, it's vintage, you don't but want like it I'd rather shelf candy? if I'm wasting space on crap like that, I'd rather just have an amiibo probably. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, a shitty piece of 25 cent plastic. I mean, it was like, that's the thing. All, all the stuff, like if you have, and there's multiple candy promotions that went out, multiple gum promotions where Nintendo characters or Pokemon were printed on things, but it's like garbage. It, you know, it, it wasn't meant to be collected. Um, so the quality of it, you know, knowing that there was going to be garbage, it is created as such, you know, so imagine how flimsy that, that stuff is. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the one thing you and I both actually do like. Yes. And uh, and we both the, only learned about it like an hour ago. Yeah, but we were both like, this is sweet. It's the Amaral Game Boy Gum and Trading Cards from 1993. So this thing is kind of awesome. It, it's a case that is shaped like a Game Boy. It comes in multiple colors. I think we found gray, green, pink, and yellow. Did you see any others? Those are the ones I saw. Okay, so, and it comes there, there are multiple trading cards, we think 14 is the set, and I, we think it came with like four trading cards per thing. 
I'm not uh, sure on that. So I might buy one and open a seal to see how many came in it because I couldn't easily find how many came in it. Yeah, I mean, we can we can dig a little deeper. But right now, we're, we're unsure. At least four, though, is what I think I've seen. It seems like, I would uh, guess, if I had to guess, I would say four trading cards out of the 14 came in each thing. Yeah, so, and again, this this set of 14. But it's kind of a scam because mm-hmm. two the cards look the same. Like, if, uh, it's got like... Uh, Dr. Mario, right? So there's a picture of the Dr. Mario game, and then you see another one, you think, oh, these are the same. They're not. They have different numbers on them. A little bit of different information. And so they've got uh, different game tips on the back is how they get away with that. But still, to have two identical trading cards with the same art on the front is so lame. But again, it's this stupid little gum pack. Right. I mean, it's it's nothing. It was probably a dollar or something in stores or 50 cents back then. Um, You know, but it is cool that they like show pictures of the box art on there. It, it it is cool. The case and everything looks like a Game Boy. It's not like to scale or anything. It, but you know, it is cooler than it sounds. So definitely check out Amaral Game Boy Gum and Trading Cards from 1993. So they're cool for two reasons, I think. One is that they show the actual box art of the game, and they look like tiny little VidPro cards, which is they just do. adorable. And they're all like good games. It's like Super Mario Land, Metroid Two, Metroid, yeah. Um, good stuff dr mario like what do you, what do you want yeah the second thing is that these are actual trading cards like they're garbage tiny trading cards i'm sure uh all the other trading cards that we just talked about that came in packs almost all of them were like stickers tattoos or these stupid little scratch-off games I, were these popular in the 80s because like almost all of these have these like little scratch-off games especially the nintendo ones where uh yeah it's almost like I, a lottery I, ticket and it's a little game you play and it could be like a game of chance and you see whether you win or not. And hooray if you win. And all those now, like those scratch off things, you can't play them anymore because they're all junk. They don't work anymore. If you try to scratch them, you'll like scratch through the whole card before you just get the silver coating off. So all that's really? junk. But these are actually trading cards. So go get some Amaral Game Boy gum and trading cards from 1993, Johnny. Is This is our, yeah, our 19- first uh, easy this- to find recommendation because there are a bunch of these like sealed on here. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not very expensive, but but they can. I would definitely put your save search on. Don't snap off the first thing you see. Um, wait a little bit. Find the color you like and, you know, be selective. Um, I like that ancillary. we're giving such a ringing endorsement to yeah, this garbage gum. trading card gum pack. Yeah, this, this is, you know, I... In, I know, this, it's cool. It's, it doesn't come in a trading card pack. It's a little plastic case. I like yeah. it. Also, like, this is a world now, like... You know, especially people we're talking to, you know, you're sitting around and you're seeing like investors pay $5,000 for just like a basic game graded 9.6s, 9.8. And that's what everyone's like focused on. And no one's even showing the rare or even interesting games anymore. They're like, it's rare because it's this grade and we haven't seen this many of them. But you're not seeing games that just like no one ever shows anymore. It's all homogenized, the same best titles. And I'm okay with like seeing nice copies of the best games, but I like to see other stuff too. But I feel like my feed and every like group and Facebook I'm around, it's like all anyone wants to talk about. So if I can like look at something stupid like Tops Gum and say like, hey guys, go spend 15 bucks on this. Like it's not going to break your bank. These are kind of fun. Then I feel good about that. Yeah. One more piece of gum Nintendo history, Johnny. This is a personal one for you. So Uh, yes. So uh, at the Nintendo store, I don't, I think it was the Nintendo store. It might've been still called the Pokemon Center. I think it was the Nintendo store in New York City. They sold tiny little cases of gum that were game, actual GameCube 
cases. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm estimating maybe they were four inches by two inches. So they're like really little tiny cases. Uh, and they came with gum in them. But the idea was that you would take out the gum and you would put your game disc in them. And instead of using like a regular DVD case, you use these tiny little stupid GameCube cases. Um, I only remember them because they were $2.99 at the store. I had a couple of them. And then in the late 2000s, I just, I literally threw them out. I'm like, who is ever going to want this garbage? And from what I remember, there's only a few that have sold on eBay. They're actually kind of rare now. They're not super rare. Um, but they sell for like $20 to $50 uh, for one of these cases. And there were four of them. There were Mario Party 7, uh, Mario Tennis. I wrote, is that like Mario Power Tennis or Mario Tennis something tour? Mario Superstar Baseball and Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, and I think uh, Mario Superstar Baseball is the rarest of those. Um, but hey, if you collect the GameCube, rarest. I don't know. These, these are kind of cool to look out for if you collect GameCube. I, I you know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like these. And if they were like $10, I'd be all over these and I'd be looking for the set. It's like a neat little collection bonus set, right? Like, a, you know, I always call it collection plus item. Like, I think this is a neat collection plus item, especially since you can actually put the game in there. Yeah. But at this cost... Yikes. I mean, if you've already got a full set of GameCube games, this is like a who's going to have this with their full set of GameCube games? The Nintendo Gumps. I bet the GameCube collectors already know all about this crap and they all have. It. I didn't. I didn't know about this at all. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've learned about this today. So don't buy your player's choice monkey ball pack. Go buy Nintendo gum cases. Yeah, you know, uh, not as much definitely. of a ringing endorsement for these as the Game Boy gum trading cards. because Those are cooler. No, I, no, I, yeah, you know, like you said, like 20 bucks, like I'm probably not going to lie. I'm probably going to put it on my, my save search and see if I can get some, um, but we'll see. We'll see. What's next, Johnny? Um, well, I want to talk about my personal feelings right now. Uh, I've been feeling a little isolated. No, um, <laughs> just thought I would go out into left field. Uh, mints. Let's talk about mints. Oh, let's not. These are really you know all what? boring. No, the best part about this is because Stefan hates this so much. He hates the mint thing. He goes off and he's like, don't give me these for Christmas. Like, remember we did our gift recommendations. Like, And I thought these were like cool. And like, I always get these. They're like, I think they're excellent stocking, stocking stuffers. And he was pissed about these things existing. What? Really? Uh yeah, he was like annoyed about them. Uh, he does not like them. Anyways, um, yeah, Nintendo has been in bed again. Candies and mints, you know, in collectible tins is basically what these are. Or Pez. So let, let's talk about the Nintendo. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the Hylian Shield mint because I, I have this. And it's just like this case is everywhere. Like you can find this in convenience stores. I've seen it in Joanne's. I've seen it in Hot Topic. I mean, it's literally it's stupid. It's everywhere. So there's a, it's a little Hylian shield. It's a mint tin. It has mints in it. There's also a, a question block. You know, I've seen a Mario star. I've seen Tetris blocks. It's that kind of shit. It's just like tins. And then I guess the question is, what do you do with these tins after you eat these mints? Are you, you saving them? forever, are, Johnny. I mean, it's fine if it's like adding to your display. But if it's not, like, what are you doing with these? And also, please don't save the mints. Please don't save the mints. Throw the mints no away. No one cares about mints. your sealed 2011 Hillian Shield Nintendo oh, mints. But but then it's not 
it's not sealed in mint anymore, get it? Uh, it's not mint anymore. It's not mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, I hate myself a little for that, but I've been waiting to say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, d- don't do this. Uh, you tell me about this one, which I think is actually the most interesting thing on this list. The Nintendo Power Mints. What it's are these? It's not interesting. It's from the same era as the Nintendo Store gum. You could also buy these at the Nintendo Store. I don't know if they had them anywhere, but it just looks like a little NES controller that says Nintendo Power on it. It's worth like five bucks because uh, people are probably like, this is NES. Stock up on these. People will always love the NES. I, th- I think mints are stupid. I don't want to talk about mints. There's also no. the the click mints, which are like little bootleg Pez dispensers that Nintendo made. Uh, I don't think these are super vintage, but those are those. And then you have real Pez dispensers. Uh, From multiple eras. I don't know and why we put like, this under mints, because Pez aren't mints, uh, right? But. No, Pez are not mints. They are sugar candies uh, that come in little squares. Uh, I think we all know, like, if you don't know what Pez is, you know, hit me up. I'll tell you about Pez. Um, but yeah. They these things have been around for a long time. There are multiple different characters you can get as the Pez head, but they 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 span multiple eras. I I don't know the fine um differentiate like how to differentiate the eras on them. But you're always gonna have like a Mario, a Koopa, a Peach, uh, and a Luigi. They're out there. Like I said, you can buy them now in 2020. You could buy them in 2010. You could probably have bought them in 1999. Just you know, keep an eye out if you care about Pez. But again. Uh, you know, I'm going to say this and I'm a fucking, I'm a hypocrite because I w- was going through all my Star Wars uh, junk from back in the day and I found Pez dispensers for Star Wars that still had the Pez in there. Like it was sealed with the Pez in there because I was like, I can't open this. I'm, <laughs> I'm collecting this. So I know I didn't even enjoy the Pez. I don't recommend this as the way to do it. We should talk to a Pez dispenser collector and how do they feel about like ancient sealed candy because they probably have like all the details on what happens to 40 year old pez you know what can you eat what should you not save like they probably know everything about collecting old sugar so uh maybe we should see if it's okay maybe maybe like sealed pez is desirable yeah you know and we're gonna get into some i got some other interesting thing um that i'll just throw we're done with mints we're done talking about this get it yep okay so Nintendo, as you know, had um, a promo with Pepsi. It's the right time of year to talk about it. There's always the like Mario Christmas Pepsi promotions and stuff you see. But along with that, there were Mario Pepsi cans from like the Mario 2, Mario 3 era. Pretty sure. Does anyone collect these? And did you keep them closed? What did you do with your, your Mario Pepsis? There's even like Pepsi caps that have like toys and stuff on them. You know, there is, you know, Nintendo has had lots of uh, promos through the day, but I think if we're going to talk about the actual collectible ones, it's uh, these Pepsi cans and these Pepsi tops. So I, hmm, I don't know how to feel about, so we're talking about like literal food items, which Nintendo yeah, this has is a little... since plastered their name on everything, SpaghettiOs, gummies, you could say you can go to the store right now and probably get like Pokemon fruit roll-ups. Well, no, we were talking about vintage fruit roll-ups. I bet you can go to the store and someday of the week you'll find, like, Mario fruit roll-ups. But, all right, first of all, collecting food is gross. Don't have a can of SpaghettiOs in your collection. But what I have seen is, like, speaking of, like, your your Mario 2 and 3 Pepsi cans, I've seen, I think it was a can, a jar of tomato sauce. And someone on Instagram was so excited that they found, like, the second one they'd ever seen. 
and it was an empty jar of, I think, tomato sauce, and it was shaped like Mario, but it was like that old kind of 80s Mario where he looks kind of fatter and has like that weird the, cartoonish the, look the to him. The dumpy Mario, yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, like an empty jar of tomato sauce, sure. If that was sealed 100% out on, on having 40-year-old tomato sauce in my collection, but I don't know, maybe that's cool. That's such like an eclectic thing that you know if you have that, no one else has it. So I think from like like the NES era, that would be cool. I think anything later than that, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's food. Who cares, so, Johnny? Yeah. I mean, have you seen the Pepsi can sell? Like, I haven't. Okay. And there's Shasta cans too. So like Nintendo have, has had multiple deals with people and it's just like, uh, like you can win Nintendo prizes. It's got like Mario pointing to a can of Shasta, like on a can of Shasta, just pointing to like a promo badge. And the Pepsi ones have like actually like pretty interesting oh, these are pretty art sweet. of Mario. Okay, I'm on board right? with like, these. Yeah, like they're pretty sweet. But like, what do you do with this? Am I am I buying? Am I buying Pepsi cans to like drill a hole in the bottom? But like Pepsi cans are a thing that have been collectible. Coke cans have been collectible. So like I we have to talk to one of these food people. Maybe you're one of these food people who've collected like Pepsi cans or Pez or something and you can tell us what the hell do you do with these? Cuz I know like my aunt from back in the day had one from I think there was collectible cans for the Challenger launch of like Pepsi cans or something. And uh I know she had them full in her closet for a long time. She moved out, left them there. And then they were empty. So I don't know if like my cousin got into them and drank them or they just evaporated or what. I don't know what happens. Uh, I'll tell you what happens. So uh, two more cans that you can get uh, uh, for your uh, amazing Nintendo soda collection. The Nintendo store sold energy drinks. So they had a a Mario and a Donkey Kong energy drink. And I had these cans in my collection. And when I threw out the, the gum boxes, I also threw these out because I'm like, what am I doing with empty soda cans in my game collection? And I uh, hey. I curated them into the garbage can. I'm going to say that was the right decision because they were literally garbage. The good thing, I think, is that there are, separate from the video game world, there are soda collectors. And I bet soda can collectors would think that like a Mario Pepsi can is cool enough to save. So I bet you can more easily find something like a soda can than an empty jar of tomato sauce, for example. And I'm looking right now, there's there's Mario Pepsi cans on eBay. Oh, is there? How much are they? Uh, there's an auction right now. It's at uh, about 40 bucks shipped for two different ones. And it's not like the Mario Kart ones. It's like the actual white Pepsi cans. Yeah, so it's the got, white like, the ones, 90s. And they have like the Super Mario Brothers 2 style artwork. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's like 90s era. It's 90s era Pepsi logo, I yeah. think. It looks like mo there's a bunch of them from the Netherlands. So I'm seeing a couple different... Like more modern variants. Are, are these Pepsi cans from the Netherlands? I don't know, but they are awesome. So uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I did this to Tyler and it's not like we we have this whole list prepared. And then I saw, I saw no. these <laughs> stupid Pepsi cans and I was like, what the? F this is what these. I want to see these. This is what I wanted to happen. Because like things like mints are super boring, but like this Pepsi can is cool. And so actually there is a completed one on eBay that went for 50 bucks shipped from the Netherlands for one of these uh, empty Pepsi cans. It looks like it was probably from the same seller, too. So he probably has a bunch of them. I'm on board. I'm going to bid okay. on these uh, Pepsi cans. They're not in great shape. <laughs> Let, let's let's talk about one more thing, though. Another Pepsi promotion. And these are called Pepsi Twists. And they are like Pepsi bottle tops. And they have like little 8-bit Mario characters on them. They are kind of awesome. Have you seen these? No. Yeah. So I think these... Um, 
These only came from Europe, I'm pretty sure. Um, and they are called like Pepsi Twists. And uh, yeah, it, so it's got like 3D pixelated uh, Mario characters. It, like, look up Pepsi Twist. They are pretty awesome. Let's see. Also, Johnny, since... Oh, oh, yeah, I've literally seen these. Okay, yeah, this is what I found when I was searching for the, the Pepsi things. Okay. Oh, these are... I didn't even realize these were... Pepsi what? Tops? These are cute, but yeah, uh, these like... are... Johnny, these do not help me further my collecting goals. They definitely don't. But you can get Mario swimming in a piranha plant. Like, how how good is that? I mean, they're they're almost like amiibos in the form of, of twist-off 20-ounce bottle caps. So um, you can, I, I think these were sold like via like a, a collector store. I don't think they were actually on, on the Pepsis themselves. Oh, okay. um, but you, you can find like a complete set. They're about $150. Um, they weren't, I don't think they were here. I think they were in Europe or um, South America. All right. I mean, not, but all right. Then not 100% food related, but I do like that um, there's one of Luigi dying. <laughs> There's one of Luigi yeah. getting hit by a, a fireball and dying. That's yeah. such a weird. He's got, uh, image he's got the to... like the the fingers up like in his ears and like yeah. The, yeah, it's great. Like these things are awesome. They've even got like a shadow Goomba. You know, like when you're down, like in a you know down a sewer pipe in like the, one two that shadowed look. It, yeah, it's so good. They got the blue one. Yeah, you never see them like that. Oh, that no, would be a don't. rare appearance of a blue Goomba in Nintendo collectible physical things. Yeah, I mean. When when I when I see these tops, what I think about is all the cool things that they did that other people aren't taking a chance on because we always get the same ten images of Mario characters, uh, and these things are awesome. They they they're pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm not I I have no nowhere nothing to do with these, uh, but they are awesome. All right, they're from 2005. It looks like a full set is about 80 is what I'm seeing. If okay. like you might be looking at a high buy it now, but okay, I, I, yeah. I'm out on this. Oh, you know what? Yeah, there's actually one that sold recently. They are neat. They are uh, with Pepsi, along with those Pepsi Christmas promotions, which we've talked about on this episode. You can go, if you want to get like your food collection display going, uh, here's some cool items for you to add to it. There we go. And just make sure there's no soda there. Yeah, please drain it or something. Mm -hmm. Or consult a food expert on uh, how to do this. So... Let's uh let's go back to the list now. Now that I'm done sabotaging the episode, um, no, no, I want to go off on tangents on stuff that's interesting because get gummy GBAs is not interesting, Johnny. So there's these little uh, I don't remember what year they're from. I'm gonna just say 2001. They look like the original GBAs, uh, and they're full of gummy candy. Not as cool. If they had trading cards and gum and were an original Game Boy, they would be pretty cool. But forget that. How do we feel about cereal though, Johnny? Uh, well, you know that this podcast loves cereal, <laughs> even if it's, uh, even if Tyler, like he loves cereal, even if it's f***ing boring cereal. Uh, shout out um, to a friend of the show, Cereal Time TV. Yeah. But, uh, listen, people love, they love the Nintendo cereal. They want that Nintendo cereal system. They want to pay big money for it. You know, I'm glad Stefan isn't on this episode because now he doesn't get to talk about all of his sweet cereal boxes. Take that, Stefan. I know you're going to listen later. Take that. Got him. Uh, no. Yeah. Honestly, Stefan is probably better equipped to talk about the cereal than I am uh, as he is a bigger lover of the collectible cereal stuff than I am. But there, this is 
you know, everyone knows the Nintendo serial system. It's serial box that split in two. I had the Zelda one as a kid. I used to demand, like, like see if you could demand your parent buy it for you. Sometimes you got lucky. Sometimes you didn't. The serial, if I remember right, wasn't very good. But it was, you know, it was like two bags. It was like nerds. Nerd cereal, if you guys remember that. Um, wanna, let's talk. There's there's a bunch of stuff to talk about the Nintendo serial system. Serial so there's the holographic one and the non-holographic yeah. one. And I, is there multiple variants of the non-holographic one? I think there might be. Uh, I think, so. I think it, ballparking at the top of my head, non-holographic, like $100 for just an empty box. Holographic one, maybe two to 300 But the holy grail is on eBay right now, Johnny. A sealed holographic Nintendo cereal system, so you can have that gross old cereal boxed up forever. Ew! It looks in nice no. condition though. It's currently at three hundred fifty dollars. Who knows? Let's watch it go. Let's go, baby! Nintendo well, cereal right. system to the moon. <laughs> okay, so we—that's so gross. I'm so out on that. <laughs> um, yeah, really not. There are at least. Um, there are at least three cereal boxes because there's one that has the power glove on it. Like, oh yeah, there's different variants. Dude, you got to get all those yeah. Nintendo cereal system variants. Yeah, you. I like for me. I don't want the one that says power glove because the art on it gets real dumb. But uh, there, there are multiple, multiple cereal boxes and multiple promotions on these cereal boxes you can get. Um, so if you want to go hard at this cereal, you totally can. Um, there's also one that has like, there's iron on transfers. There's one with a mail way for like a game and watch. There's a lot you can go after, um, for this. Like some come with cards. There's other cereals though, too, Tyler. I mean, we could go, we, we could do literally a whole episode, I think on the variants of cereal systems. And yeah. maybe one day we will. Let's stick but, to the hits. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about a different cereal that has a Mario on it. And is it good? And how popular is it? It's that stupid Amiibo cereal. It was just called Mario cereal, right? I mean, yeah, those, I think it was Super Mario cereal. And those are super rare because no one kept those, Johnny. Everyone, no one, uh, no one. they bought them just to eat them and then immediately threw out those boxes. So you're not going to be mean, able to find a Super Mario Amiibo cereal. Was it Instagram two years ago, three years ago, where everyone had that stupid cereal? I guess it was two years ago. Like, Stefan bought a, a case of it and like... Gave some away at one of the conventions we were at down in LA. <laughs> I'm so you know, mad. I was never able it. to find one. I, I probably I would have kept a box of that, not sealed, uh, but I would have kept the box. No, I ate the cereal, folded the box, and put it in my collection. Yep. it is an amiibo, so I put it in my amiibo box. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, kind of um, cool thing to have. Right. I, I'm going to guess that you can get one of those boxes for fifteen dollars shipped, Johnny. Am I correct? I don't know. I have, you know, because I own one, I've never looked. Uh, I'm about to look right now. I am way overestimating. It is $10 shipped for a brand new sealed box of Super Mario cereal. Um, that's pretty good. Is not surprising. Like, it, it, I mean, if that's something you want, at least it's not like a ridiculous price. Can you believe people? Well, it's because everyone went out and bought these like they were going to be the hottest shit ever. <laughs> like, guys, it's at the store. <laughs> you can go to Walmart and pick up this cereal. It's literally everywhere in the country. It was a craze, though. People couldn't find it. People were buying box. People were selling it like this was during convention season. And people were all over selling it for like $25 a box at conventions and stuff. Yeah. Um. You know. I hope you didn't pay $25. And if you did, I hope you got $25 worth of fun and value out of it. And that's like one of the things I, I want to bring up later is just like 
remember that the time, if you enjoyed getting something, the process of it, even if you lost a little bit of money on something, you know, that's, you know, the experience and everything has value too. So remember to factor that into your equations. It's a good tip, so. Johnny. Um, all right. Any other things we should talk about on cereal? Maybe oh, Pokemon I'll talk about cereal? Pokemon cereal because Pokemon is super hot right now. Might yeah. as well bring it up. Also, uh, someone got a sealed case of 10 Super Mario cereals for uh, less than $74. It was a best offer. Great deal, guys. <laughs> but uh, Pokemon cereal. So there's a new Pokemon cereal that's like literally on shelves right now. It's like Pokemon Berry something. Maybe pick those up and keep them sealed. Pokemon will be hot forever. That's a yep. joke. Don't do that. But in no, do it. Do it in now. In 2000, the one I remember as a kid, uh, it's a blue box with a holographic, big, flashy Pokemon logo on it, and obviously, I think Pikachu holding a spoon. Uh, that is the original Pokemon cereal, and you can get an empty box of that right now for like 40 bucks or a sealed Pokemon box of cereal for like a hundred okay. bucks. Mind you, it was a limited edition. Okay, and there are mm -hmm. two variants at least of that box. You know, I want to just mention that there is like the one that Tyler said that has like the gold foiling on the Pokemon lettering. There's one without, and there's one with, uh, there's a box with Pichu, and then there is just like slightly different art, you know, on some of these boxes as well. Sure. Like, yeah, make sure you get that first print cereal. I'm sure, make sure it's got the limited nice. edition, but I don't know. Maybe getting the Pichu new character one is even better. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. There's also like a double box of it. Like careful cereal guys. You don't know what you're in for. <laughs> the good thing is that, well, first of all, like there's already cereal collectors for whatever reason you can go and find like a 1960s cereal box and people just have them for sale on eBay. I don't know what crazy hoarder is keeping every cereal box, but thank you for doing a service because there's some did. rare ones that I'm interested in that I kind of want. But specifically for Pokemon, for stuff like this, not just Pokemon cereal. I'm talking the Pokemon SpaghettiOs everything Pokemon, it is impossible to overstate how hot Pokemon was in like the year 2000. There was Pokemon everything and everyone thought they were going to get rich. It was the next Beanie Babies. So people kept it's things almost like, like it is now. Almost Pokemon. like it is now. Like it was way more than it was now because everyone was into Pokemon. It was the next Beanie Babies. So all that stuff, all that weird licensed stuff from that era, everyone saved. So I bet you can find the year 2000 Pokemon SpaghettiOs if that's a thing. Uh, which I guess if you're a Pokemon collector, that's a good thing that's available. I don't know. Maybe do you like the fact that something is unavailable? Does that make it more appealing? I don't know. If you collect stuff, do you want it available, Johnny? I can't tell. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, you know, it depends. It really depends. I, I, a little column A, a little column B depends on the, on the specific item. All right. Um, okay. I want to just like throw you some quick hitters, uh, before we go, for someone like, look, we're not getting to all the cereals, but I do want to just mention, if you're a cereal collector and you're also into this, uh, you know, video game thing, and I assume you are because that's why you're listening to this podcast, you should also be checking out, there's a Donkey Kong cereal, which has got sweet box art, totally great. There's also a Donkey Kong Jr., and there's also a Pac-Man cereal. That's like a perfect trifecta of Atari cereal for me, uh, if that's like what what you're into. Now, mind you, like Funko Pops is doing like new boxes of cereal. They may cross over into video games sometime soon. But these are like legit old ones. Um, so go check those out. Check out the Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. and the Pac-Man box. They are kind of awesome. Mm, I kind of this Donkey Kong Jr. is pretty cool. Oh, this Donkey Kong's pretty cool, Johnny. 
They, I told you, there's mm. fr- there's even commercials for it. It's like they're Donkey like, Kong and really Donkey good. Kong Jr. were some really hot shit. If you have a cereal made after you, you're some hot shit. I just got to yeah. say. And again, like every other cereal, these actually lasted for a little while. So there's a lot of different promos and variants on these boxes. So if you want these boxes, one, look around. Uh, and then, like, either find it without a promo or with a promo. Holy- and then also, like, find the one you like. And then beware, because... The cereal world is like the video game world. People just make new boxes. Uh, they just make repro boxes. Yep. So, careful. That's rough. Um, Donkey Kong cereal worth more than Nintendo cereal system. Or at least really? some variants of Nintendo cereal system. Yeah, a Donkey Kong uh, cereal sold for $212. And I know that there are Nintendo cereal systems you can get for less than that. And that's just an empty box. Uh, neat. And then a Donkey Kong Jr. also sold for 200 yeah, so I wonder how much, like, it, Pac-Man cereal is going to be maybe a little harder to find right now just because there's a Funko version of it, and that's why I was mentioning that. Um, it comes with a little Funko Pac-Man, which I guess is kind of cute if you care about that thing, another cereal item. There's also the Mega Man one and a Cuphead uh, cereal if you're into those things, more bonus. But, uh, yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to look hard for the Pac-Man box. Uh, Johnny, so uh, going on two sales from the same seller, October 18th, there was a Pac-Man cereal which had the Color Bubbles bubblegum promotion on the box. It sold for $89, but then the Pac-Man cereal with the Pac-Man Game Watch offer sold for $250. So if you're collecting cereal boxes, you better know your weird variants. No kidding. Well, man, that the watch one, though, is like a game watch. So that's like a game within a game. Wow, that's too much. Can't sure, man, man, like that's a huge variance for a box variant. Like I get that it's like double Pac-Man instead of Pac-Man and Bubblegum, but still. And I'm just gonna throw this out there too, because like one of the amazing thing about the '80s was is how how kids just all ate cereal, right? Maybe they still do, but how prevalent cereal was. There's a reason people collected it. It's I am deeply tied to the nostalgia of cereal. I didn't know people collected. Then I, when Steph and I like mutually found out that people did, I instantly wanted to collect cereal. I have refused that impulse, stopped myself from doing so. But there are cool old cereal bowls from back in the day. Uh, they're basically just uh, all the same like size plastic bowl. They had like this uh, like hard plastic lamination over it that had like cool characters like you can probably find a donkey kong one you can probably find a mario cereal bowl and you can definitely find a pac-man cereal bowl i know i had it um so check that out sure and also if you want to check out another weird collectible uh look into kool-aid collectors there's a small kool-aid collecting community uh that goes after like weird rare stuff and sometimes they drink the vintage stuff Super weird. Go look into Kool-Aid collecting. Is that really a thing? Oh, 100%. They collect sealed packets. They collect the indi- er, the sealed boxes, individual packets. There's like rare, weird ones that people like are like the hot Holy Grail Kool-Aids. Sometimes like people will just like open a packet from the 1980s. Yeah, I think you it. remember me saying this because I was like, how much is uh, Purple Saurus Rex? I think we had this conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we did talk about this. But yeah, if you yeah, that haven't like heard that, go look into Kool-Aid collecting. It's cool. Yeah. Man, uh, you would have to think there's got to be a Kool-Aid Nintendo crossover, right? Johnny, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> we got too much right? garbage on this list already. No, th- I mean, you would have to think there is a Kool-Aid Man video game, just so you know. Like, straight up food video game. Ooh, but that was right? Atari. Kool-Aid yeah, Nintendo Atari. promo commercial on YouTube. 
I'm just uh, saying there's, there's Oh, there was you could get cool points which you could trade in for a Game Boy Color or Super Mario Deluxe. Nice. Nice. And there was a Kool-Aid Super Nintendo contest. It sounds like there were a lot of Kool-Aid Nintendo crossovers. I'm seeing one with N64 stuff. Johnny, oh my god. Stop. If you want, if you love Kool-Aid and you like if you're in that crossover zone, here you go. Uh. I mean, we're not even talking about Nintendo, like just speaking video games. Like, you're right. There's a Kool-Aid Man video game. There's the the Kool-Aid Man comics. Like, the the uh, stop it. Let's end this episode. This was not supposed to be a long episode. I want to say there was a Kool-Aid Metroid promotion, too, back in the day. If you, like, you could get uh, Metroid 2, pretty sure. All right. <laughs> I'm Tyler, looking it up now. We've t- I don't know. We, we, there we 100% about- was. I'm looking at a Metroid 2 Game Boy tips card that apparently came with Kool-Aid. There you uh, go. It's on eBay. It's only 35 bucks. Uh, only yeah. for like this little thing, little sticker that came in a, a thing of Kool-Aid. Yep. But if you have that, no Oof. one else will have it. I mean, look, these are your collection plus items. Or I just want so I want there to be someone who's just like, I'm the Nintendo food guy. Like, there's <laughs> your IG name. I just gave it to you. Put it out there. Get this collection going. Corner the market. Be the coolest food Nintendo collector that there is. Okay, and then show me all your stuff. Um, you Ugh. collect it so I don't have to. Show Maybe me that that's jar tomato sauce, Johnny. Uh, please. <laughs> I, I've never seen it, and you haven't found a picture. I want to see. Um, yeah, my new motto is, you collect it so I don't have to. I'm going to say there's a just 60% chance that guy listens to Collector's Quest, so at me in that picture again, or post that picture again. We think your tomato sauce jar is super cool. Yes. Um, all right. So here we're going on to food adjacent items, even though we've talked plenty about food adjacent items. See Kool-Aid Man game uh, that we just talked about. But um, Tyler, this one is yours. This talk, no, talk to me about Mountain this. No, I Mountain Dew Game Dew. Fuel on here. There's a whole bunch of Game Fuel different. Game Fuel was a flavor of Mountain Dew that like phases in and out of existence. It's not Mountain Dew. It's a flavor of Mountain Dew called Game Fuel. It's its own thing. I don't remember what's different about it. Maybe it's like loaded with more sugar. I used to have, so when did this come out? I don't know. I remember I specifically had Halo 3 Game Fuel in my collection and I kept it sealed in the, not, it was a 20 ounce bottle. And then um, over time it started like imploding on itself because keeping sealed food products, chemical reactions are happening. So I threw it out. That's garbage. Don't do that. Let's talk about something real. Like uh, Super Mario uh, Brothers 3 McDonald's stuff that our friend Stephen okay. has. All right. Yeah. There's a whole display. Also, um, a good person to hit up for information on this. And if you don't know about his past, and it was just his birthday, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Aaron, Nintendo Twizzer, Twizer, um, we always get his name wrong, but he uh, like used to collect, or his family did, I'm not exactly sure the layers of that. But uh, he definitely has like McDonald's displays. So, and he, I know he's got the Mario ones, and there's Sonic ones too. But um, Super Mario Three at McDonald's was uh, a very big deal. Like it was, people still have the toys. They're all over the place. Uh, for whatever reason, like McDonald's stuff. I mean, I get that McDonald's stuff would be the most common thing in the world, but a lot of people saved it, especially the toys. Like you can get super vintage McDonald's toys. No problem on eBay. Like I spent like these Super Mario Brothers three toys, five bucks a piece. I would guess, uh, no problem uh, picking them up. The thing that is like super impressive is if you have the full 
like retail display, the thing that they would have on the floor that shows you all the toys you can get. That looks super cool. Yeah, like, and uh, Aaron has that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like you can get the um, the actual Happy Meal boxes from Mario Three, like ten bucks. Like you just get the, the a thirty year old Happy Meal box, no problem. And I, you would think that's garbage that no one has, but you could just go get those. No, like I think Stefan in one of his things got like um, like some Sonic ones that were from back in the day. Uh, yeah, there was Sonic. Uh, it's just some more I could think of. There was a newer Super Mario run that I could think of, probably around the Wii U era. They had McDonald's toys, and then um, uh, Burger King had Dance Dance Revolution toys, which uh, were around 2007, maybe. 2006 it was weird i remember because dance dance revolution was not popular when those toys came out so i had no idea what was going on that's weird very weird okay um here's one i'm gonna talk about and it's weird okay so pokemon again hottest thing in the world and uh i don't love it but what what can we do to stop it It, it's its own it's its own heat generating generating monster it's always going to fuel itself pokemon as a deal with KFC. You've seen them with McDonald's and all these other things, but there was this marketing deal with KFC and there's this really awesome commercial that you can find on YouTube of, uh, you know, the Colonel playing, he's talking about popcorn chicken. And then he's like suddenly on a pink game boy pocket playing Pokemon and talking about how you can collect these Pokemon beanies. They're not beanie babies, but they are little beanies that you could get from KFC are little plushies and they, you know, they range in price, but I think there's four of them specifically. And, uh, you know, it's from the Game Boy Pocket era. So if you're super into it, then go do that. But there's also this gross world, like, because it's also very popular in Japan. So there's like chicken buckets, like, you know, the classic KFC bucket, but with like Pikachu on it. And then there's like eating mats and stuff with Pokemon on it. It's very weird. It's very weird if you go into the depth and the multiple promotions that Pokemon and KFC had. But uh, I think the coolest thing I saw aside from like the KFC bucket with Pikachu, please don't collect that. And if you do tell me why, and did you like get a fresh one or did you like wash one after you got some want to know that part? Uh, But the, the plushies are pretty sweet. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, mean, they're Pokemon. They're cool. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know the name of all these Pokemon. I could ask my wife and she would she would tell me, but that's uh, not what we're doing here. Johnny, that they, they would be um at least the pictures. That is Seal, Vulpix, Dratini, and Zubat. Hey, kind of new Zubat out, if I'm being honest. Um Yeah. There's I think there was only these four too. Uh we should check. How much is a KFC Pokemon plush? Should have checked this before. Johnny, while you do that, I want to give an update because uh the Super Mario Brothers 3 McDonald's Happy Meal display is something I think looks pretty damn cool. Just because uh Super Mario Brothers 3, I don't know if you've heard, it's a pretty cool game. You go to eBay I mean, completed it's the listings. most expensive game in the world. Uh, it's right? the most According expensive game in the world, guys. Um yeah. eBay completed listings, there are Four of them. And there's another one. Buy it now for $550, which is too high of a price because all the ones that were listed before went like three to $500. Uh, I would have thought these were super rare. I can't believe how semi-available these actually are. I mean, like I get there's a million McDonald's, but how many people not only kept the displays, but actively have them for sale? Wow. I mean, just, just think of every city in America 
Yeah. And then like most of them have two or three McDonald's. I mean, that's what I think of when people are like, oh my God, uh, Game & Watch, um, the Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers thing. It's like, all right, how many Targets, Walmarts, and GameStops, ex- or is it, if it's a GameStop exclusive, it doesn't matter. Like how many stores are out there? How many of them are getting a pallet of these? They're going to be out there forever, no matter how popular they are. Like when people were freaking out about getting a, an NES mini, it's like, guys, these are in every big box store. Think of every store you know of and think of every city in America. That's how many NES classics there are. And they sold 4 million of them or however many they sold. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's a trap that collectors fall into, right? It's like, got to get it now. Got to get, you know. So the smart thing to do is to only buy from limited run games where you know it's going to be limited production, guys. Right. Definitely. You can see a number on it. Numbering things is very important in collecting. And thank God for limited run pointing that out to us. (laughs) Except on the Nintendo stuff, which is just like open pre-order. And also that limited run makes more games than they actually say the number of. Uh, just something to keep in mind. That's why they're not individually numbered. They just say they do a run of. They're liars. They are liars. Um, anyways, back to those Pokemon beanies. Hey, good news. If you're into them, they're not that expensive. You can get them sealed for like 25, 30 bucks. You can get all four for like that's 75 or less. That sounds and if you pretty want expensive one that, to me for a fast food toy. And if you want one that is um, not sealed, you can get them for like 12 bucks. So all right. that, that's what you need to know. Cool. Yeah. There, there's a seal for $9. So go get it. Uh, and they're, they're five-inch plushies. So they're about, you know, they're not tiny, t- teeny tiny, but they're not huge. Right. Johnny, that's all the video game food items, right? There's nothing else that's no, even remotely adjacent so to food. there's so many. There's so many stupid things you could buy that are, like, is is either a food or food adjacent. Food adjacent. Like, Here's a cool thing we didn't talk about that we could have. Uh, like TV trays from like back in the 80s. There's like a Pac-Man TV tray. So like as a kid, you had these like tins, like these tin trays that were probably two foot across and had these like, they were made of like aluminum or something. And then they had like these two legs that folded out and like you would just sit on the ground and you put this tray over you and you'd eat. It sounds like a very 80s product to exist for every licensed thing ever. Uh, I mean, there was a lot and there's also just other tins out there. These tin trays used to be like a big deal. It was like a thing people collected, but yeah, like look at the Pac-Man TV tray. Like that's the thing you type into Google or into Google or into eBay as a TV tray specifically, and then uh, pick a property that you're hoping to find. But like if you write in Atari, there's multiple Pac-Man trays. So yeah, there's um, one that has like the game board. There's one that just shows Miss Pac-Man on it. And the cabinet, and they, you know, they range, um, they range in price. If you if you haven't tried TV tray, um, you can try a dinner tray. There is a Mario one, which is, gets kind of expensive if you're looking for that. So, really, I, oh yeah, it's got like it's my favorite art of uh, King Koopa on there, and it's also got like weird blue mushrooms and like the total. Look at it, it, it's like weird 80s art. There's like a Mario grandpa in it, like as a sailor or something. Oh, and a well, is that pole. part of the Mario lore? I don't so, know. Oh man, this is we're getting way off topic, but if you try to figure out like how old Mario is and uh, just like weird things about his family, like you'll find like in this one panel of this one Nintendo Power comic, you can see G Pa Mario on the wall so you know that 
Grandpa Mario had a, a yellow shirt with the suspenders. Uh, you can get yeah, really weird into Mario's and, family tree based yeah, so, on like and this, very, very minor appearances. Yeah, so this, and it has that too. So it's got Grandpa Mario there. He's got his yellow shirt on. He's got his blue overalls. Oh, that's awesome. And his blue hat. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, this TV tray is sweet. Like the art aesthetic on this is super weird. I, I love this thing. Like just this whole art style of it. Um, yeah, you you can find oh these TV God, there trays. there he is, Johnny. This is a yeah. rare appearance. I don't think I've seen this on the Nintendo wiki that I got my g Mario info from. I should update the wiki. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this might be art borrowed from something else. Like, maybe the same art is on the lunch pail? I mean, sure. Probably. I mean, that, and that's the other, like, there's a whole other food-adjacent thing we could have gone into. Lunch pails. I mean, those cups, aren't you could probably do no a whole episode on, like, old 80s cups with, like, Pac-Man or someone on Right. There. And maybe we should. Maybe we should do the nope. the things you eat on and out of, like oh lunchboxes, cups. <laughs> Next year, our Thanksgiving episode will be things you eat out of that are related wait, to video games. Wait, food items part two. Oh, my God. Coming next Black Friday or Thanksgiving time. You wait for it, people. It's coming. Just like the Flush with Flush episode came, this one's coming. Hey, Tyler, if you want a TV tray, there's a really... Uh, bad, no nope. bad one that you can get for twenty eight dollars. Do it, Johnny. It does not help further my collecting goals. No, which okay, I am there's saying a nice... to myself uh, much more often these days with prices there, as they are. There's a ninety dollar one. Yeah, just go get it. No, I don't. I don't like uh, junk. Um, and, like even those Mario cans Mario... I said I was going to bid on. Like I like just having games. I don't have room in my collection because like I have so many goddamn games. Like I just. If I'm going to get more stuff, it's going to be more games. Okay. Um, so I think we're pretty much done here. Like we, again, we can go on. Don't be honest for not, you know, remembering the one thing that you got. We were just doing a fun episode here where it's not, it's not a complete thing. We will revisit the topic. I promise. Um, anyways, let's move on to the other thing we do. Do you uh, buy or play anything lately? Hmm. Uh, I played the Ninja Gaiden 3 prototype ROM, Johnny. And how was it? Uh, it's the exact same game as Ninja Gaiden 3, but there are minor graphical glitches sometimes when a screen changes. Pretty exciting stuff. Woo! Um, oh, man, Johnny. I've been in the dark ages of buying video games. I bought a couple of Sega Genesis box upgrades. I got Boxing Legends of the Ring with the poster... For nine dollars, because I've been, uh, I'm almost done completely shoring up my Genesis stuff. I got a, uh, I finally, (laughs) dumbest thing ever, the uh, Battlefield 1942 on PC. uh, Almost every box you see is the game of the year release. I finally got the original release of Battlefield 1942. Congrats! Mm, I bought three CDI games for one dollar to two fifty each. Uh, okay. Third Degree, Video Speedway, ABC Sports presents the Palm Springs Open, and NFL Hall of Fame Football. But you know what, Johnny? I was going to save this one because I just bought it today. Do you know what the best thing I bought out of all this garbage is? What? I got a sealed copy of Bill Walsh College Football from my save searches this morning for $25 shipped. The same game that we play video games in Las Vegas canceled my order of earlier this year and jacked the price up to 60 bucks yeah f- you we play sports las vegas or whatever your name is <laughs> we play video games i think it is f- you guys i got my game for the price i wanted to pay 
Um, I'm gonna open it up and be disappointed. I'm very sure. Oh man, Pogmania still alive. On all right, Quest. all right, Johnny. Let's uh, let's get back on on collecting variants and stuff. Uh, there are three different variants of Bill Walsh College Football. Uh, oh, no. One says in the bottom left corner from the designers of Madden Football. One has oh, no. a sticker over that that says from the designers of Madden Football, not sponsored or endorsed by any NFL teams. And the third print has it completely printed. Uh, from the designers of Madden Football, not sponsored or endorsed. So my copy is a second print. What if the Pog only came with the first print, Johnny? Oh no! Mm. Oh no! Mm. Man, that's gonna be rough. Well, well. Do you we'll want to open out? it and tell, I, and tell us? <laughs> is, that's why. That's why I only want to spend twenty five bucks on it because I don't know what print run I'm gonna get, and. Uh, if it has a pog, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled just to prove that whatever specific print I have has are, a pog. Are you going to open it now? Oh, 100%. Do it. Do it live. Yeah, I'm going to put it on YouTube. Like I cannot wait to open this thing and maybe I, find oh, a Oh, I thought you were going to do it live on the podcast. Oh, no. I, I literally just bought it today. It's, I don't even have oh, it in my hand oh. yet. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I just want to throw an update out there uh, for all you crazy Pokemon people. There are so Pokemon Pepsi cans. Uh, I know that at least came out in like... Um, other places, um, I th- I want to say Latin America, but it also could be Spain. I don't know for sure. So uh, also, Pokemon it, people, if you take almost any object and put Pokemon in front of it, that exists too. Uh, there are Pokemon Pogs. Yeah. There are Pokemon Stamps. Do you know that the majority of video game stamps, Johnny, are Pokemon Stamps? I did not. But uh, they are. Uh, there's also just other collectible Pokemon drinks. If you type in Pokemon collectible drink you will see a whole slew of cans. So if you're just one of these people who likes to collect cans, here you go. Do you think that, is there Pokemon V8? Is there Pokemon Spicy V8, Johnny? Because I really want to get Pokemon Spicy V8. I I hate V, oh my God, I'm almost puking. (laughs) Thinking about, I hate V8 so much. Nope. Uh, There doesn't seem to be Pokemon V8. I think this is a gap in the market. We should talk to whoever makes V8. Should maybe type Nintendo V8. (laughs) All right, Nintendo V eight. Um, well, if you type Nintendo V eight, you just get like racing games. <laughs> just, just so you know. Great. Um, I did not buy any games. I, that's not true. I bought Spider Man PS four Game of the Year because I still hadn't played Spider Man. I figured, hey, it's got all the stuff and it's like ten bucks, so might as well. That was literally the only video. Wait, game you thing opened that- it, Johnny? A Spider-Man game? And I played some of it. Oh yeah. my god. I'm like I'm like an hour into it. Johnny, so. that's gonna be valuable. Spider-Man is the hottest shit in the world. It's like the Pokemon I of do, comic books. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself because it's Oh yeah, it, I don't care. <laughs> that, that's why I couldn't help myself. Yeah, that that was it. No, I've literally bought zero like collectible games. I've lost a bunch of auctions for some reason. I like Seriously, the snipes are getting so much better because I'm bidding. Like, there's a timing on the bidding that happens if you're on, like, your phone where it hits double zero, but there's still, like, a second list. I'm getting my bids into that gap and still being beat by snipes right now. So I might just have to go over to snipes because I've apparently gotten faster. I mean, you could like, set your sniper to be whenever you want, but I, I no, no, like, you used seconds, to not be so No, you're, you're, that's why I'm saying you used to not be able to set your snipe like that. I'm bidding into a of a fraction of a time that doesn't actually exist. It's like a fake unit of time that exists in auctions. That's what I'm sliding my bids into. And they're actually getting theirs in 
after I do that, and I'm already bidding in a double zero time frame. You're in the space between the spaces, Johnny. Yeah, so it is crazy to me that I've lost these auctions. Uh, like, I lost an auction for a a Turbo Express box and styrofoam that was in nice condition, and it wasn't going for very much. It was going to be like a hundred and it was like a hundred dollars when I bid on it. And mind you, when I say I bid on it, I didn't bid on it like six days before. Well, again, in that time of double zero, I put a hundred and sixty dollar bid on it, lost to a hundred, or I put it like a hundred and sixty two fifty or something because I always bid stupid numbers like that, uh, and I lost that auction. At like 163. So someone had a bigger bid than I did. I thought I was safe. I knew I should have like bid like 220, but I was like, oh, no one's really bidding. I think I'll I'll get away with it. I did yep. not. Damn, everyone's sniping, getting my hopes up for some of the stuff that no one ever bids on. Yeah, I, so I've literally bought nothing. I've played more than I've bought, which seems insane. But I have also, uh, I haven't posted on Instagram either in November. I've kind of just went like, I can't like... With the election and everything else in the world, and like election and COVID and everyone's feelings and uh, you know people just coming at each other left and right, I was just like, you know what? I don't need all this right now. I'm just gonna like take a break and work as hard enough. And you know, having a kid, I was like, I'm just gonna, gonna leave social media alone for a minute. I'm still like checking in on it, but I'm not, I'm not trying to put my time and energy into posting on it. We so still got to post the game draft. We should probably do that this weekend. Get get all your games together. Yep. Oh God, it's going to be so hard games. for me to get all those games. You know, it it's 25 games together and they are not all in the same place. Nope. Not at and all. They are, and they're not like the ones that are just on my wall that I can go get really easily. They're packed so, away because they're shitty modern games. <laughs> yep. It's going to be difficult. But uh, yeah, anyways, so, um, but it's now December and, you know, I like to do some Christmas posts. So I got to think about what I'm going to do there get back at it. I'm not one of those people who want to be like real dramatic. I needed a break from social media. I just was like, ah, I don't need to post right now. Um, I'll let everything shake itself out. Cause I just like, I just want to like the posts I want to like also Instagram, like what really did it for me. They changed their stupid format around. And then I was like, it mine broke and wouldn't work. And I had to like delete it and then reinstall. It was, it was the dumbest shit ever. And I had to like contact Instagram. Like what the hell is going on with this app? Because Apple's like, we don't know. Yeah, it was real dumb for a minute. Um, my shit was not working. So I was like, you know what? This is a sign. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone for a minute. So how If you leave it alone, how are you going to see all the Pokemon card posts? How are you going to see all the Charizards? I, you know, also, I don't want to see that. And I like, if that's all you post, I'm like, I'm <laughs> muting you. I'm, I'm muting you for like three months. Collector's Sorry. update. So f*** the 150,000 Super Mario Brothers 3. Who cares about video games? A Charizard on eBay sold for $295,000, Johnny. A deal at twice the price. Yeah, and make sure that you put your completed listings on, because if you sort by highest price and look for PSA 10 Charizard First Edition, there are so many goddamn listings that you'll be like, oh, wait, no, I have to put on completed listings to make sure I'm finding the right one, because there's so many goddamn Charizards. Not only it, Charizards, Charizards in perfect condition. Yeah, you know... It's like there's a lot of them, and you shouldn't be spending this much money on them. Uh, Pokemon is timeless, and uh, it'll always be the the thing, John. You know, to have that's a what I do like. Card. It's what I like about video games is you know that in video games, like common bullshit isn't going to sell for like that much money. Wait, this just in. 
Left Bros Super Mario <laughs> just sold for 157 or 158,000. Granted, it was sealed and everything, but still, Left Bros. Really, Left Bros is now the most. Ex- I just I mean, it's, it's an awesome game, Johnny. It's awesome. It's like one of the best games you can get. It's not my favorite game. It's not even my favorite Mario, to, to be honest. It's got a sweet cover. Like I like Super Mario World better. Sorry, all, all the people who are got hurt feelings right now, but. Like also, I, I like Zelda better. The weird so. thing is that it doesn't have the historical significance that like Super Mario Brothers have. I guess I mean, if like the the sticker seal Super Mario Brothers came to sale, it would sell for more than that. Um, it's just weird that things are kind of jumping up, kind of all out of order. Like this wasn't the highest graded Super Mario Brothers three. No, it, this so is you're a, basically you're spending you're making the highest video game purchase of all time, at least publicly, not, and you're not, not even getting the, the best one. <laughs> No, you're not even getting the nicest one. You're just getting a copy, a nice copy, but not the nicest. And you spent the most that's ever been publicly heritage auction spent on a video game. That's why. And it, yeah, it's crazy. But hey, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll remember when we talked about your left bros and how you should get a left bros. And Uh, now you know we were right. You know, we never said, uh, I just got to complain about that. I know we didn't mean to talk about heritage auctions, but the, the Pokemon yellow sold for $78,000. I can't get over that because I'm in all these Facebook groups. F-ing everyone has a sealed Pokemon yellow. I have a sealed Pokemon yellow. Like sell it. <laughs> Make that money. You can't look on eBay. No one is spending tens of thousands of dollars for a sealed Pokemon yellow. I don't even know. I don't even know what the first print is because this one has an ESRB logo. There's one without an ESRB logo, but everyone says the one without the ESRB logo is the second print, even though the third print has an ESRB logo. So it goes logo, no logo, logo. That That's weird, but I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know what that is. Anyways, um, I think that's it for the episode. I hope you are thinking about these weird ass food items we talked about and uh, you think they're fun and tell us some other like weird stuff you found we just wanted to showcase some weird stuff it's just like a one-off weirdo episode of collector's quest uh we hope you enjoyed it uh, i did Jen. tower uh, you we got had way more to say about stupid food crap than i thought we ever could and uh let's keep this nice half half length hour and a half collector's quest episode all right sounds good perfect uh tower tell the people where to find you i'm on video game sage instagram YouTube, I'm default gen, default G-E-N. Woo! And I am Johnny underscore Ayuchi on Instagram and uh, Johnny on Video Game Sage if you need me. I know I have like a, a mention from like October asking me about the Call of Duty Halloween thing. Um, the Haunting of Vander or something or whatever. Uh, yes, I do like Call of Duty. I like it. It's mindless fun and um, to play with friends, but I don't. I don't play a lot of it. Uh, it's not like something I do a bunch of. Call of Duty comes in waves for me. I thought the Halloween event was neat that they were going to have it, but uh, Vanderdusk or whatever, I can't remember. But I did play a little bit of it, and uh, I like that Call of Duty does a Halloween event. I think the most fun I had with one was where they had, like, um, I think it was Michael Myers and Jason or something. I, I forget. There was one, like, you ran around a swamp and stuff, and uh, they were out to kill you. Like there was like a witch's shack or something. Anyways, uh, yeah, I have played some Call of Duty. Answer that question before we get out of here. That's it. That's all we got. Have fun and have a nice holiday. Hope you bought good games on Black Friday. And we'll see you next time. Bye.